What's up, y'all? We're back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. As always, I'm Justin Michael. I am your host. We're talking about CSU football today. Uh, Bill Connolly, about six days ago, really famous college football writer, does great work. Uh, Now does his stuff on ESPN+. If you're not familiar with his work, I mean, his work alone is worth the subscription, let alone all the access that you get you know, online and stuff. It's nice to be able to watch the avalanche when, you know, they're on there every now and then with the ridiculousness that it still is the the situation going on in altitude. Sorry, going off on a tangent here. But anyways, uh, Bill Connolly, he published an article about the most explosive players in college football, and he highlighted Trey McBride and Scott Patchen. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about, you know, what their returns mean for this team. And I'm also going to kind of go into, you know, where does Trey McBride kind of stand on the all-time Ram conversations? Because if there was a Mount Rushmore, um, at least for modern history, you know, he's starting to to put himself in that conversation. What a what a just a great all-time, you know, CSU football player. Dude bleeds green and gold. How do you not love him? Before we get into all of that, I gotta shout out my friends over at Chevalier Mortgage. Mike and Virginia Chevalier are the best in business. If you've ever been through this process before, it is just brutal. It's frustrating. It's hard to get, you know, trustworthy individuals. And that's why I really love Mike and Virginia Chevalier because they're a small, local owned company. They're DNBR subscribers, diehard Ram fans. I mean, if you're looking for somebody to trust, we stay in the family, we stay in the green and gold. And, you know, they've, they've been longtime DMVR partners, so I just can't recommend them highly enough. What, what separates them from the competition is that Mike, he's a certified financial planner, and he looks at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. It's just going to be so much smoother than working with anybody else out there. Visit dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choosing when you do. Most importantly, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. Again, that's dnvrmortgage.com. You can always give Mike a call directly at 970-412-2472 or visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, all right, all right. Let's just kind of jump right into it here. Uh, Like I said, Bill Connolly, he published an article uh, going over the most explosive players. It's really, really interesting. Um, I'm not going to spoil all of it because, you know, this is a a subscription model and I I respect that as somebody who's, you know, written content is also behind a a paywall. But I did want to just kind of go over that. It's no secret at this point. It came out a week ago. CSU tweeted about it. I mean, the info is out there. Um, Like I said, though, I'm not going to go over every single category or anything like that because I don't think that's fair to Bill. But it's really interesting. I mean, they've got like the most explosive deep ball throwers, the best deep ball catchers, which had a couple of Mountain West guys. And we'll go into that. Um, Here's what it has for the criteria for best deep ball catchers or the description, I should say. Even the best deep ball throwers still need someone to reel the pass in. Rankings criteria. At least 1.5 targets per game with an air yardage of 20 plus yards. Players are ranked on catch rate and yards per catch with extra credit given to a larger target number. Makes sense to me. You have your baseline statistical uh, rate so that, you know, you keep it fair. And then, you know, guys that do it on a larger sample size, they get a little bit of a bump up. That makes sense. Uh, Starting at five, one of my favorite wide receivers in the country. And if you listen to the podcast uh, frequently last fall, 
A team that I really thought was fun to watch was the Nevada Wolfpack. I, I just really liked what they had. They they spread it out. Jay Norville, he's doing a great job. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that CSU Nevada game next year. Um, could be a really tough one with Carson Strong coming back at quarterback. And at wide receiver, they've got Romeo Dubs, one of the most explosive players in the country. Uh, last year, he had 3.3 long targets per game, 37% catch rate on those and uh, 48.9 yards per catch. Yeah, the Matt Mune offense, it, it's one of the quick, easy, efficient ones as Bill Connolly, you know, he emphasizes that with, with so much speed and, and, you know, movement and stuff, they're able to kind of get guys open quick, but they do take a lot of shots down the field and, and Dubs is really, really solid. Uh, what really jumps out though, uh, Khalil Shakir at Boise State, he averaged 2.4 long targets per game at a 53% catch rate, 40.2 yards per catch. Um, Connolly has him ranked as the most explosive wide receiver in the entire country. This is an, an area where we'd like to see, you know, Dante Wright get some recognition. And it's not that he doesn't have the ability, because I think we all know he has the ability to be one of the most explosive receivers in the country. I think back to, you know, how he opened his career as a true freshman against Colorado with those incredible touchdowns. Uh, well, one was a catch, one was a run. Both of them really, really great plays, long-distance plays, exciting plays. And then, you know, Western Carolina catches that bomb from Colin Hill. And he he continued to, you know, perform well with Patrick O'Brien. Um, but we want to see more of that. We didn't really get to see a ton of him catching balls down the field last year. Part of that, you know, the passing offense, it was a little inconsistent as a whole. You know, another part of that is he's the guy, you know, he's the number one wide receiver. He commands a lot more attention when he was a freshman. You know, he had the benefit of also lining up on the opposite side of Warren Jackson. Again, you know, that's not a shot at Dante Wright. I think he's incredibly talented. I think he has the potential to be, if he's not already one of the most explosive wide receivers in the country, he's just got to do it and, um, you know, have that statistical production so that, you know, people around the country like Bill Connolly take notice. We all know what he can be. We just hope that he goes out and does it this year. It's really, really going to be interesting to see because, you know, it's a new year, new system, new quarterback. That's really tough. I mean, that's the unfortunate part for a guy like Dante is he he had that early established rapport with Colin Hill. You could tell that they really clicked and then Hill looked for him frequently. And, and not that Patrick O'Brien didn't, but it's just hard to establish chemistry with a quarterback when you're having to change this quickly. And this will be his third quarterback in three years. And I mean, that's not even factoring in some of the other guys that he worked with in practice at times, you know, like, you know, Justice McCoy a little bit, or maybe a little bit of Judd Erickson. Or that I, I, I don't think he really got much run with the ones back in the day. Or, you know, even Jonah O'Brien right now, who'd been getting some time with the ones due to injuries and stuff. So it's just something to keep an eye on if, um, you know, he, he returns and hopefully knock on wood, he returns to be a CSU Ram in the fall of uh, 2022. You know, I, I I think CSU fans will, will hope to see Dante Wright make the list if uh, Bill Connolly does the same format. And I expect him to have a pretty, pretty decent chance to. Um, let's let's move on and talk about some of the guys who did make the list. And um, we'll start with Trey McBride. He's listed as the third most explosive tight end in the country. Uh, let me go over that criteria here. Connolly writes, A good 195-pound sprinter is certainly fun, but isn't it even more fun watching a 245-pounder thundering, thundering around in the open field? Amen, brother. Amen. Uh, rankings criteria. 
tight ends with at least two targets per game. Players are ranked by yards per catch and yards after catch, an aesthetic choice on his part with extra credit given to players with more targets. It was calibrated so that Florida's Kyle Pitts ranked number one for 2020. That makes a lot of sense. He's the model. God, that guy's a freak. <laughs> Kyle Pitts, man. I um, I know it's not traditional for, for teams to take a tight end top 10, but that dude's going to be a freak. Um, here's what he says about Trey McBride at number three. Stat line, 8.8 targets per game. So high. I mean, they, they just they fed him the ball as they should have. 15 yards per catch, 7.3 yards after catch. This is what it, he wrote. CSU's passing game was unique. Only two players caught more than eight passes in four games, a tight end, McBride, and a slot man, Dante Wright. Both averaged more than 15 yards per catch. Um, yeah, I mean, CSU's offense was definitely a little odd last year. That was part of the problem is that they didn't get really any, I mean, like the running backs a little bit at the end, but other than that, they didn't really get anybody involved other than, you know, McBride, right? And I know that's going to be a big point of emphasis for John Budmeyer. Um, I'm intrigued to see some guys like Ty McCulloch, a bunch of the other tight ends get into the mix. But uh, one of the things that I just kind of wanted to dive into is as far as Trey McBride goes is I want to start to bring up, you know, where do we consider Trey on, on the list of all-time Rams? Because, you know, I think if, if you're a young CSU fan right now and you've been watching the Rams and, you know, it's obviously been tough. You'd love to see them have some team success, but he he's kind of like this team's modern Bradley Van Pelt, just in terms of passion for the program, um, intensity that you play with, you know, the willingness to to do to do whatever it takes, you know, that the swagger, the intensity. I don't know, you know, it's just like a whole demeanor that that he has about him. And there haven't been many guys that just had that something special about him that that just makes him cooler than other guys on the field and Trey definitely has that I mean obviously he's an incredibly talented football player but this is more in terms of just like the the type of player that they are what they mean to the program the way that they're dedicated to the program I mean talk about commitment Trey McBride there were a lot of people that were surprised he came back in 2020 obviously he had the opportunity to transfer out you know, maybe play for an SEC school. I know he had multiple offers. He didn't. He stayed. He had a really nice year. Now he could have gone pro. He's coming back once again. I mean, this is the type of guy you dream of when you're a college coach. And I just hope Ram fans really appreciate what Trey and Toby McBride mean because it's significant. I mean, you need glue guys like this to have success, to have some success. And if CSU is able to flip it, you know, next year and kind of, you know, rattle off a, a couple of nice seasons here, guys like Trey McBride and, and Toby McBride and even Scott Patchen, who obviously hasn't been here a long time, but has transferred in and made a big impact. Those are the type of players that, you know, you really got to appreciate for that. Anyways, I'll probably dive more into, you know, what the McBrides, uh, Trey and Toby mean to CSU in a, in a written feature form, because that's something that I think you know, you could could really do a cool uh, piece on, but I just kind of wanted to bring that up, something we can kind of think about as the next couple of months progress and into the season. But since I just mentioned Scott Patchen, I'll break into what uh, Bill Connolly had to say about him. Um, let's first go over the criteria for scariest pass rushers, the defensive end edition. He also did it for linebackers. Chase Young never threw or caught a deep bomb at Ohio State but he was as explosive as anyone in the sport in 2019. 
Here are the most explosive returning pass rushers at the end position. Ranking criteria. Minimum 15 pass rush attempts per game. Minimum 3 games played. Players are ranked by sack rate and pressure rate, with bonus points given to those with more attempts. Um, I like that he had the, the caveat of 3 games played, because that seems like he specifically wanted Scott Patchen to be able to make this and not have to catch heat for well, he only played four games. Um, but his stat line was 32.3 pass rushes per game, 4.3% sack rate, 17.1% pressure rate. He was rushing the quarterback, you know, 32 times a game, pressuring at 17%. That's absolutely insane. We all saw it though. I mean, he was dominant as a Connolly wrote. Patchen's career has been a journey, a member of the recruiting class of 2015. That's insane. Um, people like Calvin Ridley and Christian Wilkins, well-established pros, were both part of that same recruiting class for context. Transferred in from Miami. Liked it so much, he's coming back to Fort Collins for more. As Connolly writes, who could blame him? Giving Fol Foco some love. You gotta love that. Um, I I'm really excited for him to come back. Um, one of the best you know, pass rushers that I've seen come through CSU, and I mean, the combination of him and Manny Jones and Hubbard and some of these dudes, they should be really, really dominant down low at that front seven. I mean, Steve Adazio's gone out and, and put it on record that he thinks it's going to be the best defensive front seven in the Mountain West. And I don't think he would, you know, put that out there if, if he didn't truly believe it. But there, there are some times like when you hear coaches compliment people or talk them up, you can tell they're doing it just because they're like, you know, he's our guy. He's what we have, so you know we're going to talk him up and say the right things. When he talks about this pass rush, you can just hear it in his voice and you can see it in his eyes, the reverence that he has for this group. And you know the potential that they have is definitely through the roof after what we saw last year. They, I mean, in that Boise State game, dude, they, they had to completely change what they were doing to account for Scott Patchett. That's how dominant he was. And I just think about that, and I think, you know, maybe with a, a full offseason season, less impacted by COVID, hopefully a chance to, you know, get into a more regular routine going into the year. I mean, this group could be really, really special next year. And I just think it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, they're going to be some quarterback killers out there and Patchen should be the leader of that group. All right. Um, I don't want to give out, give away too many, you know, little tidbits from Connolly's article. So like I said, if you're an ESPN plus subscriber, make sure that you go check it out. It is worth your time. Um, we're going to talk about the Masters here in just a second because we've got Colorado State alum Martin Laird participating. It's everyone's favorite tournament of the year. The golfers are back in Augusta, Georgia to compete for the coveted jacket. DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action by giving you a shot to land in the green. This week, DraftKings is giving you 100 to 1 odds on the golfer of your choosing to finish in the top 10. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, now is the time. 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this doesn't come around often, so make sure that you don't miss out on the action right now with DraftKings Sportsbook. All you gotta do, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code DNBR when you sign up for your chance to turn $1 into $100. It's safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Plus, you know, if you're not a golf guy, they've got baseball bets, basketball bets, hockey bets, UFC bets, NASCAR bets, whatever you think about, you can bet on it with DraftKings Sportsbook, the top-rated sportsbook app. Use the code DNBR when you sign up for your chance to turn $1 into $100.
For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I also want to shout out MSU Denver Online. MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom. MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. Some of our very own staff members have even taken online classes through MSU Denver. My man Harrison Wind had so many positive things to say about the professors. He talked about how engaged they were, how responsive they were, and he was also really impressed with the fact that Everybody that teaches in their, you know, relevant fields also work in their relevant fields. So you really trust like you're getting quality education from people who know what they're talking about. You know, it's one thing when you go in there and people are trying to sell you on stuff. These people, they live it every day. They work it. Nobody works more um, in terms of also going to class than MSU Denver students. MSU Denver Online, a great way to balance both parts of your life. Can't recommend them highly enough. Make sure you check that out online official partner of dnvr man i'm i'm really pumped for the masters this weekend um i'm i'm pulling for dustin johnson that's my guy in terms of you know the main main people i know that's you know rolling with the favorites he's been my favorite golfer for i don't know the last couple years aside from tiger really though i mean i'm i'm other than you know my bets which i'll obviously be hoping for and i'll give you my DraftKings pick of the week here in just a second um really though like I just want an, an exciting and interesting tournament. You know, it's it's kind of like the NCAA tournament. Obviously, if you bet on it, you want your bets to pan out. But really, you know, you just want to have competitive basketball to watch for a couple of weeks. And I feel like we got that this year. Having a, a competitive master Saturday and Sunday where it's, you know, back and forth. You've got a couple of guys that are in contention. And then, you know, Sunday it comes down to it. You've got two, three guys battling it out. I mean, that's as good as it gets in terms of sports excitement and and just energy competitiveness i mean i think about that that masters a couple of years back where tiger won and i mean what a story redemption and just the energy the excitement of it all everyone was pulling for tiger i mean i will say it's a it's a bummer that you know tiger obviously won't be there this year uh given the circumstances of, of what happened with his accident and all that uh but we wish him a speedy recovery and you know hope that he can live a pretty normal life, you know, let alone, you know, golf and all that. And, and, and I think he will be able to. I don't think the injuries were that severe, uh, but I, I don't know also if he's going to compete at the at the same level that he was able to. Um, anyways, some of the guys I'm kind of looking forward to uh, Rory McIlroy. I want to see how he does. I'm a really big Colin Morikawa fan, and um, you can get him to finish in the top 20 at plus 3000. That's pretty solid, honestly. Like he's he is a big game event he's one of those dudes that he's young but he always lives up to it um as far as my DraftKings pick of the week goes we're gonna rock with the green and gold and we're gonna put a little money on martin laird now i'm not gonna get carried away here it'd be fun to like take him to win or something like that and if that happened i mean what a story if martin laird is even in contention man we're gonna be all in on it this weekend but you can get him to finish in the top 40 at a plus 2200 and honestly or plus 2,000, excuse me, read that wrong. That's really solid. Um, so that's going to be my DraftKings pick of the week. Martin Laird to finish in the top 40 at plus 2,000. 
We're rocking with the Rams. We're rocking with the green and gold. Sometimes you just got to, you know, go with the with the fun one. I'm not saying, you know, bet your mortgage or anything like that. Be responsible. Use your units responsibly. But sprinkle some cash on there, man. Why not? And if we have a Ram that ends up, you know, doing relatively well in the Masters, we'll all make a little bit of money. Seems like a good way to rock it to me. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Really looking forward to that action kicking off on Thursday. Going to be watching it throughout the week, probably talking about it, especially, you know, like I said, if Martin Laird ends up doing well, going to be fun. Um, yeah, make sure that you also check out my season in review piece on James Moore's. I kind of went into his season as a whole, where he really showed the most improvement, where we still need him to improve the most. He's a guy who I'm really excited about, guys. Like people need to remember he was a redshirt freshman this year. And he retains his eligibility, so if he really wanted to, he has four years of eligibility remaining. I mean, he's a guy who, you know, a year from now, two years from now, could really be an imposing force. He's just going to stay in the weight room with Jason Phillips, one of the best strength coaches in the conference, if not the country. Shout out, JP. Great family man as well. Um, I've got a lot of respect for Jason Phillips and the work that he does with NCSU Athletics. And I've got a lot of work, uh, respect for the work that he does within the community. Just a really, really great dude. And I want to shout out my guy, JP, real quick. Um, but, you know, James Moore is like I'm saying, he's got plenty of time to develop. You know, oftentimes, you know, in this one and done era, I think we're too impatient with players. We want that instant gratification. There's so few bigs that just, you know, come straight out of high school and can absolutely dominate. It happens, sure, but most of them, you know, they go pro right away or they're in the G League. Like a lot of guys, you need to give them time to develop, especially, you know, at the mid-major level. And as we saw in the NCAA tournament with guys like, you know, Cameron Crutwick or, you know, even at Gonzaga and some of the impact they were able to get down the stretch from, you know, Drew Timmy. And obviously he's a much different style big man than, you know, James Moores. But, you know, I think James Moores could really be that two-way impact really freaky athletic big that the Rams have kind of been lacking for a long time. You know, I think he could be, I guess I don't, I don't want to put too much pressure on him here or use hyperbole, but I guess I think of a guys that have been in the program in the past. And I'd compare him to somebody like Colton Iverson, somebody who's going to be that traditional, you know, rim protecting presence in the paint, going to be able to bang down low, great footwork and score. You're not going to be able to muscle through him. Just a really versatile player, a big part of the offense. And, you know, James Moores, he, he's he's a little bit more versatile than what Colton could do in terms of, you know, handling the ball at the top of the key, putting it on the floor and attacking the rim. I mean, he's got to work on finishing because there were a bunch of times he was able to blow by opposing bigs and then not finish. It's like, ah, that's frustrating. But the fact that he has that ability to, you know, stretch you out and really make you question it, it's going to be tough to to guard him, especially if he knocks down threes even just a little bit better. I mean, he only shot at a 10% rate this year. Absolutely awful. Usually the decision-making wasn't bad. He just he just couldn't make them. I mean, if he could even shoot that at like a 30% clip, opposing bigs are just going to be in such a difficult situation because they're going to run out there to chase him, and then he's going to blow past him and go straight to the hoop. So I'm I'm really intrigued about James Moore's future. Obviously, I think the future of the program is bright as a whole, uh, but DNVR members, make sure that you go check that out. I spent a lot of time on it. I think you guys will enjoy it. We're going to go through everybody on the team, so 
plenty to go over. If you're not a DNVR member, now's a pretty good time. It's a, always a great time to be a DNVR member, but, you know, get hooked up. We've got the members only Discord where you can talk to other members and have private interactions, talk about, you know, your favorite teams, music, arts and culture, skiing, whatever it is. You don't want to miss out on that. Um, you get to read all of our content. You get our, a free DNVR shirt with an annual membership. We have weekly deals on all of our shirts and things with our partners. You can get a big beer for the price of a tiny beer at the DNVR bar. You have a chance to potentially hop on a live stream or maybe a podcast down the line. I mean, the possibilities are endless. It's always a great time to be a sports fan. It's always a great time to be a DNVR member. Make sure that you subscribe today. Get yourself some swag, get hooked up, and you get to read all my written content, which is just a bonus. All right, that's all we have for today. Um, we'll be back. We're going to have two draft pods a week and still have tons of CSU content. Going to start, you know, previewing the football season and we'll go into some historical stuff. It always gets a little bit weird in the offseason, but we'll keep it creative. Um, I saved some stuff that I, you know, really kind of wanted to do at points last year, but I was like, I don't want to do every offseason idea I have because I'm going to need some of them in the future. But, um, man, last last offseason was the offseason of all offseasons because we weren't sure when it was going to end this one this time i feel a little bit better i feel like you know we're going to have football come august you know knock on wood as i don't even know at this point i don't want to test the universe but i feel pretty good um yeah all right that's all we have today shout out to everybody that is a member shout out to everybody that listens to the podcast peace I only seem to write when the words, they don't come to me I'm staring at this page and I swear it stares back at me Read between the lines, see the blank and all the happenings It's been 35 and I ain't even wrote like half a thing Rhymes that make sense but more lines that didn't I was walking with my headphones, heavy bumping pivot Simplistic white pages, they dreaming we were famous They say they like the cadence, mark the summers like cicadas And features those ain't favors, my mood rings an alligator Spit like Vader with the saber, steady kicking it like Prater Staring at white pages it's habitual behavior, check the flavor, that's some sage advice But confidence a great disguise, and certain lines are idolized Like yeah, I'm fine, and I don't mind, it's out of sight, it's out of mind And I've been dwelling on my past just to see what I can find Lost and found memories of places I designed And my imagination's different now, but I swear that